You've probably heard the term Age of Aquarius thrown around a lot lately, but what the heck does it even mean? Hmm. Don't worry because your confusion will end with this video. You're going to learn what the Age of Aquarius actually is and why it's happening right now. Then we're going to go over the five key features of the Age of Aquarius. And then I'm going to share my top four tips to help you thrive in this new energy and create the life of your dreams. Coming up. Hello, beautiful soul. This is Christina Lopes, the heart alchemist here to help you open your heart, heal your past and live with purpose. If you're new to my videos, click on that subscribe button and also on the bell. So you get notified as soon as I publish new content. And don't forget to follow me over on Instagram where I share weekly tips and advice that you won't find here on YouTube. On to part one of the video, what is the age of Aquarius? So there are two separate things that I want to talk about when it comes to ages. The first one is the astrology aspect to it. Okay. So from an astrological perspective, a new age occurs every 2,150 years approximately. Okay. So for the last 2,150 years, roughly we've been in what's known as the age of Pisces. Okay. So this astrological age that it takes 2,150 years. This is the time that it takes for the earth to actually rotate between Zodiac signs. Okay. So for the last 2,150 years, the earth has been in the sign of Pisces and now it's transitioning into the sign of Aquarius. That's why from an astrological perspective, this is called the age of Aquarius. So the new age of Aquarius will last 2000 plus years. And just to give you an idea of how many generations this is, 2,100 years is approximately 116 generations of people. So imagine we're going to be in the age of Aquarius for many generations to come. All right. So that's the astrology perspective on what the age of Aquarius or what an age means from an astrology perspective. It's just this interval of 2,150 years that the earth is rotating within a specific sign. And now we're going into the sign of Aquarius, but I don't want to get too deep on the astrology of the age of Aquarius, because there isn't actually a lot of agreement among astrologers on when the age of Aquarius actually started. Some astrologers point to 2012 as the start officially of the age of Aquarius. And I feel some resonance with that because there was in fact, some shifts in energy going on. Uh, but you know, th that's kind of, uh, it's kind of a gray area on when exactly chronologically chronologically it started. But now I want to talk about the second thing that I think is most pertinent when defining the start of the age of Aquarius and that's energy. Okay. So from an energy perspective, what's happening in the age of Aquarius is that we are moving from what's known as 3d consciousness into what's known as 5d consciousness. Okay. So in the last couple thousand years, we've been in what's known as 3d consciousness, and this is the consciousness of separation or the consciousness of the mind. Okay. So in 3d consciousness, we are very, um, focused and attached to the material world. All right. It was very much, uh, the predominant thing during this Piscean era was this 3d consciousness, a much lower level of consciousness. And as we evolve our energy ascends, okay. As the energy ascends, we become higher dimensional beings. We uh, tap into a higher dimensional consciousness. And so energetically, what we're doing right now is we're moving from this 
predominant 3D consciousness that kind of was the, the predominant feature of the age of Pisces. And now we're moving into what's known as 5D consciousness or unity consciousness. This is another way of saying it. 3D consciousness or separation consciousness is when I perceive myself as separate from the world. Unity consciousness or 5D consciousness is when I perceive myself as fundamentally interconnected with the universe. Okay. These are two foundationally different uh, ways of being in different levels of consciousness. 3D consciousness is also considered the consciousness of the mind, whereas 5D consciousness is considered the consciousness of the heart. And so that's where we're going right now. We're pivoting from this predominant 3D consciousness to a predominant 5D consciousness. And it's happening right now, really. From an energy perspective, one can say that the age of Aquarius really started to come in. This energy of 5D consciousness really started to come in very powerfully at the end of 2020 and the beginning of 2021, especially in the month of February of 2021, where we had a pretty rare stellium. It's known in astrology as a stellium, where we had seven planets aligned in the sign of Aquarius. And so the energy was really, really powerful. And that to me, energetically really signaled the pivoting finally from 3d consciousness into 5d consciousness from the age of Pisces into the age of Aquarius. Now this seismic energy shift that we went through in a pretty short amount of time here at the end of 2020 and the beginning of 2021, this is really feels to me like the true ushering in of Aquarius age, uh, the, the age of Aquarius. But also there's an important aspect of this that I wanted to talk about and, and it's the speed at which this energy shift occurred. All right. When we tap into a new level of consciousness, this is really exciting, right? It's just really exciting that the age of Aquarius is finally here. We've been talking about it for a really long time and it's finally here, but this can be challenging for us in mind, body, and soul, especially souls incarnated here. This could be really challenging for us, especially when the energy has this kind of monumentous shift so quickly. Okay. And I want to give you a metaphor for a little bit to show you how this feels on your energy system and on your body and how it really is a monumentous just feat of the human body to be able to withstand these enormous energy shifts without falling apart. Okay. So the metaphor is this, imagine that your energy field is plugged into a regular electrical socket. Okay. So just imagine that you're plugged into a regular electrical socket and it has the normal voltage that any household socket has. Okay. And your system is used to that electricity. It's a pretty low level of electricity. Uh, the energy is pretty low. Let's say that that represents three 3d consciousness. Okay. And now let's say you unplug from a regular household socket and you go to a nuclear power plant and you plug yourself in to a nuclear power plant. Okay. Where the energy is so much more, there is just so much more energy. It's more accelerated. It's higher vibration. And what's going to happen is your whole system can feel like it's short circuiting. Okay. <laughs> Why? Because now your system has to handle elevated energy, elevated amounts of energy that it wasn't used to before. So just this little metaphor here to show you how it is difficult for the human body to unplug from 3d consciousness and plug into 5d consciousness. Now, I want to leave a little side note here, ding, ding. And the side note that I'm leaving here is just to give you a really deep understanding of how difficult it is 
for the generation that's alive right now, you watching this video, how it is more difficult for us to be the ones that are alive while we're transitioning from one age to the other. Okay. So you watching this video and me here today, we're what's known as the ushering generation. This is the generation that's alive when the shifts in energy happen. And the reason that it's so challenging for us is that we are already used to the old energy. We were born plugged into it. And now suddenly the age of Pisces leaves and the age of Aquarius comes and we are being asked to unplug from the age of Pisces and plug into the age of Aquarius unplug from 3d consciousness and plug into 5d consciousness. This is a monumentous feat for the human body and energy system and mind. Also the new babies that are being born now, they are already prepared for the age of Aquarius. Their energy systems are ready. They come in, they're being incarnated. They plug right into the energy of Aquarius into the 5d consciousness. It's easy peasy for them. But for those of us that are here today, this ushering generation, this is a, this is just an enormous feat for for the human body to do because we're asking our biological systems to be able to house an enormous amount of light and enormous amount of energy that it wasn't used to housing before in a lower level of consciousness. So this just to say this side note here, just to say that it takes a tremendous amount of patience of love and resilience. Okay. For you to make it through these times. All right patience, love, and resilience, love for yourself, a lot of kindness for your body, a lot of patience for your body, and a lot of resilience for you to keep going day in and day out as your entire being, both mind, body, and soul are shifting into and getting used to this new age of Aquarius. For more on the difference between 3d consciousness and 5d consciousness, if you want to go deeper into these, into these two, um, into these two levels of consciousness, I shot a whole video on it here, and I'm going to leave a link to that video in the description box below. If you want to go into that one after watching this video On to part two of the video, the top features of the age of Aquarius. So there are five of them that I want to talk about. The first one is forward momentum. Okay. So forward momentum occurs in this new energy of, of the age of Aquarius, because the energy really is governed by the sign of Aquarius. So there's a lot of particularities that are the, of the age of Aquarius that are just like the sign of, of Aquarius, especially it's ruling element. All right. So Aquarius is an air sign. And so the age of Aquarius is really ruled by this air element. All right. And so that means that there's just so much blowing forward. There's so much forward momentum that's very different from the age of Pisces. The age of Pisces was more about, it was more about, um, building more solid structures, building, building more rigid structures, a lot about building, but building in a more solid and, and rigid way. Whereas the age of Aquarius is going to be more flexible and more expansive. All right. The word expansive definitely comes true through when it comes to the age of Aquarius. It is a very, very expansive energy. But the forward momentum is also coming because this energy of Aquarius is high vibration and it's more accelerated. Okay. So high vibration aspect means that the energy is just increasing in frequency, which means that the things that we're building in this new energy, in this new era, they're going to be things that are going to be more expansive, meaning we're now starting to build a society that is more equitable for all. And that isn't, isn't just concentrated on a few. Okay. 
Okay. So it's a different movement of energy. It's more elevated. It's an energy that, because again, 5d is about me being interconnected with everyone. Then now I'm going to build things, but I'm going to build things, not just for my benefit, but for, for the benefit of others. Okay. So that's, that's one characteristic of it. The other one is the acceleration of this energy. This energy is so accelerated that the good news is that it's going to manifest. Things are going to manifest a lot faster in the age of Aquarius. Now that could be wonderful, but the downside to that is that you have to be careful what you wish for, <laughs> because what happens in this kind of accelerated energy is that your power of manifestation is so much more stronger that you have to be careful what you wish for, because the likelihood that what you're thinking and feeling about is going to manifest is pretty high. The second feature of the age of Aquarius is innovation. So Aquarius is a sign that loves innovation, especially in technology, very, very pro technology Aquarius, the Zodiac sign Aquarius, right? And that's going to continue, but it's going to get much faster. So it, here's an example. If you remember, uh, anyone here put their hands up. If you remember what a cassette looks like, all right? So cassette players came out in the 1960s and then it took years and years and years before the CD player then came in. And then years and years and years more until finally music went digital in 2012. Okay. So from the start of the cassette to the digital age, that was 52 years that we had a 52 year span in the evolution of technology when it had to do with music. Okay. And this is just to give you an example, but in the age of Aquarius, this is going to get much, much faster. The advances in technology are going to be exponential. That's the word for the age of Aquarius is exponential innovation. All right. And one example that I want to give that's, that's happening. It's pertinent right now, as I'm shooting this video is actually the development of the COVID vaccines. So the COVID vaccines, the majority of them that are out there, they are made with a technology called MRNA. And this is where your body is actually injected with messages that tell your cells how they need to attack a certain virus, find it and attack it. All right. This is an innovation in technology that's only now starting to be used. And it has a huge repercussions, not just for vaccines. That's, that's only one application of this MRNA technology. This can now be used to fight cancers, to treat other diseases, because basically all you have to do is you just have to, uh, bring in a shot. And actually in that shot, there's going to be messages to your immune system, instructing the immune system on what to do and what to fight and what to kind of pay attention to and, and fight off. Okay. And that could be pertinent for, uh, uh, for, um, vaccines or for viruses. It can also be pertinent for cancerous tumors. Um, so the, the, the MRNA uh, technology is now going to be used for many other applications. Okay. And this, is just another example of where this technology is going, innovation and in technology is going, and it's going to keep going at an accelerated rate. By the time we end our lives on this earth, the advancements in technology are going to be like nothing we have ever seen before. But aside from the innovation in technology, there's also other innovations taking place in the age of Aquarius. And one of them is really pertinent for you watching this video. And that is an innovation in thinking. Okay. So what's happening in this new age of Aquarius is we are moving from a dominant left hemisphere kind of thinking, which is the age of rationality, the, the age of just thinking rag, uh, rationally and logically, which is, uh, that's a, a characteristic of your left hemisphere. 
And we're now moving into understanding and knowing how to use our right hemispheres more. That's the intuitive part of your brain. That's the feeler part of your brain. That's the part of the brain that doesn't have language that thinks in a completely different way. And that's happening now in the age of Aquarius. We are learning to think in a different way. We're also being asked to have, um, have a very, be very cautious and maybe not cautious is the right word, but, but have a different level of responsibility. That's the word, a different level of responsibility when it comes to what we think. Okay. And so we are being asked to think and have mindsets that are more positive, more optimistic, more forward looking, more exponential. Okay. More expansive uh, mindsets that are more solution oriented instead of just problem focused. Okay. And we're all being called to do this because this age of Aquarius is propelling us forward, which means that we have to innovate in the way that we think and the way that we use these beautiful minds. Okay. The air element is the element also of the mind. And so these innovations, they're not just technological innovation in thinking is really, really important. If you have a negative mindset, it's really going to become very complicated for you to live in the new age of Aquarius because the energy is just going to keep creating havoc in your life. If you have a, a very negative mindset. The third feature of the age of Aquarius is called democratization. So democratization just simply means making something more accessible to everyone. Okay. That's what the word democratization means. And that's what's happening in this age of Aquarius where move power is moving across multiple fronts to include everyone. It's becoming more centralized. All right. And so we're moving from a power structure that used to be like a pyramid in the Piscean age in a pyramid where the there the power was consolidated at the top. Okay. And now we're moving to a structure of power that's more decentralized and horizontal across a diffuse network of interconnected people. All right. This is a really cool development, totally total change in power structures on the planet. And the reason that this is happening is because more people are waking up. The more that you wake up, you realize that you had power all along. You were just unaware of it. Okay. And so that's why you were permitting pyramid structures to exist. Well, but now that more and more people wake up, they realize that they have power and they realize the responsibility that they have in yielding that power. And it decentralizes the power more. So it's spread across a vast network that includes you and myself, as opposed to just being this rigid pyramid structure that had authority figures at the top and the rest of us just needed to follow them. Okay. So this is a really exciting development of, of energy, and it's going to be accelerating more in this age of Aquarius and it's playing out in this age of Aquarius for sure. Feature number four is personal sovereignty. So that's a continuation of what we were just talking about a little while ago when I said that people are waking up more to their power. Well, the follow through here is that they are becoming more sovereign. All right. So, so power and sovereignty, personal sovereignty is a really important feature of the age of Aquarius. We are all waking up and we are realizing the power that we have and the responsibility that we have in using our power. We're no longer relying on a politician or a king or a president or a CEO or a priest or a rabbi to be our saviors. We're not relying on that because we realize that we only ourselves have the power to change our own lives in the world. Okay. So that, that sovereignty is really coming through in the age of Aquarius very, very powerfully. The more sovereign you are, the more in path you are with your soul, but the more ascended you become energetically because the spirit 
spiritual master understands that they are a sovereign being. One of the interesting things that happens when you start to come into your own personal sovereignty is the reason that you come into your sovereignty, you come into your power and you stop looking at politicians or some other authority figure outside of you to be your leader. The reason that you stop doing that is because now you start connecting with your own internal compass. I wanted to leave this word here. This term here is so important in the age of Aquarius. You start to connect with your own internal compass and that internal compass leads the way. So you don't have to follow anybody. Okay. Cause you've got your own compass inside of you. All right. So that internal compass that actually brings us to feature number five of the age of Aquarius. This is a good little segue because your internal compass is also part of this fifth feature. And the fifth feature of the age of Aquarius is that this is the age of the heart. Okay. So that's the fifth feature of the age of Aquarius. This is the age of the heart. That's where that internal compasses, your internal compasses in your heart. We are moving from the age of the mind to the age of the heart. Now we're knowing how to use our internal compass, how to use the intuitive guidance of our heart to bring us forward, to lead the way forward without having to rely on the outside world to make those decisions for us or to lead us. Okay. So the age of the heart, a really important part of the age of Aquarius coming in now. Now, what I mean when I'm saying that the age of Aquarius is also the age of the heart, I want to give you some deeper pointers on what that means. Okay. It means that we are entering an age where we're going to allow ourselves to be guided by our intuition. That's a faculty of the heart. And we're also being asked to feel our way forward in life instead of think our way forward in life. Okay. That's a, that's a really different shift from what we're used to in the Piscean era. We were used to just whatever our mind wanted to do, whatever we put our mind to, that's what we did. Okay. And now we're being asked to reverse that a little bit. And this isn't to say that the mind is bad and you're going to stop using it. Not at all. The mind is a wonderful faculty, but it's an instrument. It should be used as an instrument and not as the commander of your life. Okay. So the, the mind comes in thoughts and planning and structure that all comes in after you feel your way through something, after you have an intuition and you follow through on that intuition. Okay. So, so this is a really important, uh, uh, feature of what we're going to be doing in the age of Aquarius, very heart center, very focused on the heart and on intuition and on moving forward from a feeling state, not a thinking state. Now, one interesting aspect here of the heart also, before I move on to, to part three of the video, I wanted to leave this little tidbit. And that is that the heart chakra from a Hindu perspective on the studying of, of chakras in the Hindu perspective of the seven main chakras, the heart chakra, the element of the heart chakra is actually air. <laughs> so that's really interesting. We're entering the age of Aquarius, Aquarius, the sign that's governed by air. And we're being asked to lead from the heart, which is also governed by air. Okay. So I want to leave this little fun fact here that as the heart moves, it's also governed by air. And that element is going to help you move forward, both having to do with your intuition, connecting to your intuition, but also that beautiful heart center is very at home in the energy of Aquarius and the energy of air. Okay. So a little fun fact I wanted to leave you before we move on to the third part of the video. 
Now, part three of the video is how to thrive in the age of Aquarius. I've got four main tips for you. The first one is basically a continuation of what I just ended up talking about, uh, having to do with the heart. So this first tip is to be in your heart more. Okay. That means that you have to learn how to use your intuition. You have to learn to let yourself be guided by your heart and by your intuition above thought. Okay. Now, before you say to me, I have no idea how to connect to my intuition, no idea how to do that kind of intuitive work. I shot a whole video on that here. So I'm going to leave that video, a link to that video in the description box below. So you can go into intuition, how to use it, how to develop it. You can watch that video after this one. What's interesting also about being in the heart. It's not just about developing intuition, but what you're going to find is something is going to start shifting in you. When you focus on that heart, the more that you bring your awareness into the heart center, you drain your energy from your mind into the heart. What you're going to find is that the heart you're you're going to start feeling a passion for creating, but it's not just creating for yourself anymore. <laughs> it's going to be creating for yourself and for the betterment of others in the world. All right. This is a fundamentally different way of being than the way of being just through the mind. Okay. Because that 3d consciousness is that separation consciousness where I perceive myself separate from the world. When I get into the heart, there's no separation at all. And the heart has a higher level of awareness. So the heart loves to to co-create in the universe. It loves to co-create, but nev never just for itself. Okay. The heart is the center of high emotions, elevated emotions like love and, and gratitude and ecstasy. And so when you start to create from that beautiful heart, you'll see, you're going to have this drive to create a beautiful world, a beautiful new world, not just for yourself, but for those that you love and also for the world in general, even people that you may not know you're, you're going to feel this, this drive to just make the, the world a beautiful place for yourself and everyone else around you. The second tip is to feel your way. Okay. So you're going to need to learn how to allow yourself to tap into feeling states and guide yourself from feeling, not from thinking. Okay. So the feeling guidance comes first and then the thought comes secondary. All right. And, and this is something that you may, you know, may take a little bit of practice to get used to, but that's okay. It's, it's allowing yourself to go with the feeling. And sometimes when you get that kind of feeling, when you get that sensation, sometimes it takes a while and your mind doesn't even, uh, doesn't even know how to explain why you want to do something. <laughs> it's in those, in the, in those moments where someone's ever asked, you know, why do you want to do that? And you say, I don't know. I just have a feeling. I, I can't explain it, but I know that I need to do this. Okay. If you've ever said that to someone, that's exactly that moment when you tapped into feeling and it's a feeling that's so powerful that your mind doesn't even know how to explain why you want to do that. That's what we're going for here in the age of Aquarius is for you to allow yourself to be guided more by that feeling state. Okay. Feel your way through life. All right. Very important in the age of Aquarius. Now I want to distinguish here the difference between feeling and emotion. Okay. Cause, cause I feel like sometimes that gets a little muddled down. All right. So a feeling is really, it's just an intuitive nudge coming from your heart. It's a signal that your heart is giving you to send you a certain way. All right. An emotion is a little bit different. An emotion is a, is a, a biochemical and energy process that's happening in your body that is usually associated with something going on on the outside. Okay. It's a little bit different from a feeling. So for example, 
If you're walking down the street completely alone, alone in the middle of the night, you may feel fear. <laughs> okay. So fear and emotion, it's a biochemical uh, process and an energy process that's occurring inside of you, usually in response to the outside world. A feeling is not like that at all. A feeling is that, that little intuitive nudge that your heart is giving you kind of pointing you in a specific direction. All right. So you need to know the difference between, uh, feeling and emotion and what we're working into, what we're going into is the feeling state, being able to feel your way through life and, and then use your mind to kind of, um, plan and structure what you need to do after you get that initial feeling. All right. So the feeling comes first and then thought follows through afterwards. The third tip is to stand in your power. Okay. So another way really of saying that is that you're going to start to do strengthening of the solar plexus. Okay. So the solar plexus is that third chakra. This is the chakra that's responsible for personal power. So that needs to be strengthened. When we're talking about standing in our power, we really are talking about strengthening the third chakra or the solar plexus. Now, remember this age of Aquarius, this is going to be an age where we are so much in our power that we will no longer look to our outside world in order to make us feel safe or loved or secure. Okay. We're not going to look to the outside world, whether it's looking to a partner to do that, or whether it's looking at a politician or a leader or a priest or a rabbi, we're going to stop looking outside of us for a sense of purpose, for a sense of balance and for a sense of wholeness, because we're going to be so completely in our power that we're going to derive those senses from within us. All right. So this really is the, the age of being led by others, the age of being, uh, following a politician or following a president or following some other authority figure that is over in the age of Aquarius. We are now becoming our own leaders. We're becoming our own leaders, not just in our own lives, but in the lives of others. We are each becoming the leaders of our own lives. And that's, that's because of this third chakra that's coming into power very, very strongly in this age of Aquarius. So the solar plexus really is going to play a predominant role now, especially because if you remember, we were talking about how the, the power structures are changing, that pyramid structure is collapsing. And now we're going towards a more, um, diffuse network, horizontal network where power is shared across everyone. And that means that you have to have a strong, uh, solar plexus to be able to do that because now you share power with everyone else instead of being just a follower with people with authority figures at the top. Okay. That really requires a strong solar plexus. So that's going to need to be worked on. Now I'm not going to go too deep on how to strengthen the solar plexus because I've done an entire video on that. It's actually a video that's talking about boundaries, but boundaries are a feature of the solar plexus. So when you watch that video, you're going to be trained on how to develop the solar plexus. I'll leave links to that video in the description box below for you to watch after this one. The fourth and last tip is to change your mindset. So you remember when we were talking about earlier in the video, when, um, I said that the age of Aquarius is the age of innovation, but also innovation in thinking. Okay. And that's where the shift in mindset is so important. You have to be able to shift into a mindset that is optimistic. That's expansive. That's forward looking. That's solution driven, not problem driven. Okay. So the mindset has to be a mindset that is, that it's expansive looking ahead, not a mindset that ruminates on the past that gets stuck in negative thinking and in negative, uh, loops. Okay. That is something that needs to shift pretty quickly. And I want to leave a side note here. Ding, ding side note, 
slash warning, okay? <laughs> side note slash warning. And, and the side note that I want to leave you here is that this is so important to change your mindset to a more expansive and optimistic mindset, because if you stay stuck in negative thought forms and negative thought forms, not just th- towards the world, but towards yourself. So if you have a highly negative and very strong inner critic, that's constantly putting you down, that's a negative mindset. So that needs to be dealt with and changed quickly, because if you hold on to these, this kind of negative mindset, you're going to be pulling your energy down while the energy of Aquarius is pulling you up. And that's going to set up, it's going to create so much suffering in your life because you're going to be tearing yourself apart from the fabric of the energy that's here. Okay. So I wanted to leave this side note, please focus on shifting this mindset toward a beautiful, optimistic, forward looking mindset. That's going to be crucial for you because if you hold on to any type of negative thought forms, it's going to create a lot of suffering in your life in the new age of Aquarius. And we don't want that. The age of suffering is over. We don't need to suffer anymore, but we have to make certain changes in our lives in order to be able to flow with that energy so that, so that the suffering really does cease to exist. Now I want to hear from you. Let me know in the comments below, which one of these tips that I discussed for this new energy of Aquarius, will you be implementing first? Let me know in the comments below, click here to subscribe to my YouTube channel or head over to my website to download my popular guided meditations. And don't forget these videos that I recommended in this one. That'll be great for you to continue viewing. All right, beautiful soul. I love you. I'm out.